This episode is brought to you by Major Spoilers VIP members. VIP stands for very important people, and their small monthly contributions ensure that this podcast remains free for all of you. If you would like to become a bronze, silver, or gold VIP member, go to members.majorspoilers.com for more information. I sure do thank you for your support. Now, here's your show. The Major Spoilers podcast covers news, reviews, and of course spoilers, and goes into detail about the topics discussed. So, if you haven't read, listened, or watched the items they talk about, you might want to come back later. I'm Matthew. I'm Zach. And I'm Stephen, and you're listening to the Major Spoilers Podcast, the podcast for pop culture and comic fans. In this issue, comics, comics everywhere, we weigh in on Convergence, the Children of the Devil, and Jetpack Heroes while you weigh in on your favorite web comics. Marvel teases, DC leaks, and there's a monster at the end of the book, and also at the end of our show. Mazda claims a 626 is a great name for a compact sedan, but here at Stately Spoilers Manor, 626 means a big heapin' hunka, a slab, a slice of chunka, a whopping big bowl of major spoilers podcast fortified with vitamins, minerals, and Zach. And it's on the air. Welcome to issue 626 of the Major Spoilers Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. And most importantly, thank you for sharing this episode with a friend. It's uh, through word of mouth and all of that good stuff that you guys do and gals do every yeah. single day. And little kids do. And I'm sure little monsters do. Yeah. That uh, make this make this show happen. Later, we're going to be talking about another little monster, Gronk. Gronk. Not Gron- Gronkowski, Zach. No. Oh, football player? No, no football talk. This no, no, no football. This Don't worry. Talk. Not going to come from me. Comics talk. Larry Zonka. I know that Gronkowski. is the extent, that is the extent of my football. With his big talk, old guns. I know Gronkowski more because of he his was big guns. he was featured on last season's uh, last season Big Brother. Yes, he was an episode. Uh, Katie Cook's uh, Gronk, a monster story volume yes. two later in the podcast. But first, let us talk about some Supergirl. So, uh, you know, CW had their, or I'm sorry, CBS had their upfronts a couple of weeks ago and mm-hmm. they unveiled this huge six minute chunk of Supergirl stuff from the uh, from the pilot, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they also released a two minute um, a trailer that looked pretty good. And then that was quickly taken down. Really I think that was quickly taken down for some reason, but it had a lot of fighty fighty and good stuff in it. Lo and behold, Zach and yes. Matthew and all you listeners at home and, and all, all the, the ships, ships at, at sea. Uh, the, the pilot leaked online and people have been downloading it like crazy from those pirate sites Oh, of which pirates. I would know nothing about. No, you know, well, you have no booty on your computer. Nope. No, I have Yarr. no booty. I've often been called hey. a flat booty, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, Steven. Yes. What's a pirate's favorite letter? Q. No, it be the C. <laughs> anyway... Why don't Some we pirates are also the CBS. Oh, uh, so, they also yeah, so, like the R. So I've got, a, uh, I got a crazy theory. Maybe it's okay. not so crazy. Many of you may remember that before the Flash uh, debuted, mm-hmm. almost like right after the San Diego Comic-Con, or maybe even a few days before the San Diego Comic-Con last year, the pilot episode of the Flash yep. also was all over the pirate sites, and people were downloading it, watching it, and it also had no watermark on it. So I'm thinking that this is an intentional leak. You think Berlante Productions is leaking their pilots? I think they are because here's here's the reason why I think that they're leaking it. Number one, it's not going to hurt the show at all because right. it's already been picked up for a full season. 
right? Number one. Number two, it's incredible publicity to get people talking about it now so that the buzz is high. And and there was a, a, I think it was Variety or Hollywood Reporter today uh, had an article that had Supergirl listed as the most anticipated fall show, Mm. right? And third, it's still a pilot. And even though they're probably in production and doing all the other stuff, it's a good chance for people to go online and say, well, here's my review of Supergirl, the pirated version. Ha ha, don't pirate people. Ha, I did it. Ha ha ha. But here's what I liked and here's what I didn't like. They, CBS or Berlanti Productions or whoever can gather everything that is liked and not liked and yep. they can go and fix it throughout the season. Sure. Feedback, yeah. Yeah, it's instant feedback without it looking like a huge blow up because – while people may see the pilot unedited or, you know, unaltered as the show progresses, all the fa- all the fans who've seen it early and watched it and responded to it, all of their fears are answered or corrected by the time you hit midseason break or even the end of the season. Oh, well, look, they fixed all the problems that I was so concerned about early on. I think this is a big publicity stunt. Could be. I will say this. The one thing that I hope is that somebody tells them to stop saying that S stands for hope because that makes it soap. Show? But yeah, I, I'm not saying you're crazy tinfoil hat whack jobbery, but that's also because I know Bruce. Hi, Otter. Um, but spiders. Well, big no. hairy spiders. Stop that. That's Sorry. just mean. No, I mean it's one thing to make fun of him for you know wearing a tinfoil hat, but spiders are just cruel. Oh, sorry. no. But I think that I don't. This is the thing. I don't have any confidence that you are wrong. I will say this. It's a brilliant theory. And if it is the case, one has to look at the success of Flash, especially in those first nine, when people were immediately going, oh, my God, this is like nothing we've seen. And then you get into that back half of the season and people are all like, wow, Flash is getting really good and really dark and really awesome. Yeah. I think that if this were a leak, and I can't say that it is or isn't, it works to their advantage. And if it's well, not an intentional leak, yeah. if it's something that just happened, it can still work to their advantage for the exact reasons you said. So HBO is quite proud of the fact that Game of Thrones is the most pirated show of all time. Sure. Right. And you don't see HBO doing takedown notices on uh, Pirate Bay or other places that you torrent, uh, what is it called, BitTorrent Heaven or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Dude, I don't know. I don't know any of them. Um, but you don't see them doing takedown notices on all that stuff. Yet they're happy to brag that our show is so popular, it is the most sought-after show for pirates to grab. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing the same thing with uh, with Supergirl. No, that makes but what sense. But that, what that also does for HBO is by saying lots and lots of people are stealing our show, mm-hmm. it's the equivalent of that sign in the comic store that says, please don't shoplift. You're not going to keep a hardcore shoplifter from shoplifting. Right. You're just going to keep the honest people honest. So HBO yeah. says hey, our show is the most pirated show, somebody who's inclined to go, you know, I could just pay for the HBO Go. They could, We'll yes, do that, that could, rather than just download. But here's the thing. All summer long, we're going to hear nothing about how Supergirl has been pirated the most and how people are talking about it. And there's mm-hmm. been, uh, to my knowledge, as of today, maybe, Zach, you know differently. I think this story just came out on Thursday or Friday. Um, but um, I have not seen any follow-up stories that say, oh, we know where the leak has come from. You know, when, yeah. uh, what was that movie a couple of years ago? That leaked online and it tanked in the box office. Oh, I think it was the Wolverine, and the Wolverine. yeah, and everybody and the studios were so mad they tracked down who did mm-hmm. it and it didn't do well in the box office. This show's yeah. going to see air, commercial air, regardless of whether people watch it or not. Yeah, that's right. the thing about television, different than movies, is that when you have a thing 
uh, especially like the Supergirl thing, yes. where they've already been picked up for a season, so they're there. Yes. I mean, they're in it for a year. Mm-hmm. They have no place to go. I mean, bad publicity could hurt them, but I think if they were troubled about the show, yes. they would really try Crack to down. Get, try to get it down. Mm-hmm. The thing with the Wolverine is it did leak, and people are like, hey, guys, this movie is total garbage. Maybe you shouldn't go to the movie <laughs> theater and see it. And no one right. went to see it. And then it really suffered. So then they yeah, had yeah. they had then a they financial had reason to yeah. go and take a, and take action against. But here, but here it is uh, the commercial advertising mm. advertisers. They're not going to pull out. They're going to no. say, "Hey, see, no, people are great. talking about this. Uh, people are watching it. Let's up the uh, let's up the ad rate, or let's buy more ad spots, or let's mm. do something." So in this case, even though I'm not a big fan of piracy, uh, you know, it can have its benefits in many cases, especially for publicity reasons. Uh, I don't see this as a as a stolen. Video. I see this as an intentional. Oops! Somehow it got out there. You know. Well, it uh, is full uh, quality HD, yes, 1080p. I mean, yeah. it's not like somebody taped it off a screen in Singapore. Right. Or right. Well, and and when uh, the uh, what was it the uh, was it the Avengers trailer leaked a day early online? Yeah, yeah a lot of trailers have been. And you yeah. know, the studios just owned owned up to it. They were like, "Darn you, Shield!" And then they said, "Well, here it is anyway." Even though mm-hmm. you, you know we were hoping for IMAX to be able to rack up some ticket sales with this thing. Uh, sorry, here you go. So I'm not I'm not too concerned about this being leaked, but it seems rather interesting that two Berlanti production shows mm-hmm. were leaked. Pilot episodes were leaked months ahead of time, mm-hmm. and. On the on the uh, one hand, all the comments that I've seen have been nothing but positive. Right. I've not seen a lot of negative comments mm. about this. Have you? I haven't either. Mm. And I've heard a lot of people who have said that seeing the pilot, and by a lot I mean three, seeing the pilot actually helped some of the questions they had about the, the two-minute trailer and or that six-sizzle reel thing, whatever that was. Some of the stuff that they're like, oh, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Apparently the pilot supposedly makes people happier. Uh, yeah, one of one of my associates was like, "Oh, this is the awesomest awesome that ever did awesome." Yeah, I, I just I never saw. I only think I saw a couple of different things about the show on Twitter, and they all seemed positive. And if this really is the production company, which it kind of hints that it is, I wonder if we come to a time where they just release the show online for free. I mean, there's some good and positive that they could come from that. It can be controlled, and they could say, "Hey, we're just gonna we're so proud of this. We want the people to see it early." But there is something like visceral to people online about, "Oh, this is a stolen thing." Where it's like, "We're not supposed yeah, to yeah. see this, yeah, but right. now we'll talk about it more because we got it in this the weird way, and it's still really good." Yes. Yes, and we can start. And there's you know, no advertisement attached to it because I'm sure if a mm-hmm. production company or a uh, network released a pilot ahead of time, it would be with ad breaks, and no one wants to watch that normally. Yeah, so yeah, then yeah. they <laughs> have no ad breaks, and it's this hidden little gem people found. Uh, it's interesting because uh, I wrote my story immediately after it, you know, it kind of broke that it was out there. And then it looks like Forbes magazine also says. Supergirl pilot leak, theft, or CBS marketing ploy? And they're, they're going through some of the exact same reasons that I've just offered up. The <laughs> fact that commercial time's already going to be bought regardless of whether this is different. They are mentioning the Wolverine. They're also bringing up the Flash. I think that uh, I think this was a stunt. I mean, it would be different if it if it had on there, you know, something that right. came over uh, the, you know, the bottom third or something property of CBS or something scrolling along the bottom. Right. If it had or those kinds of things in there, says- then it would be more legitimate as a leak, but... 
released this way, I mean, come on. I mean, if CBS was smart at this point, they would just go, guess what, everybody? We're putting the pilot on iTunes right now, and you can watch it now for free uh, ahead of the uh, the debut. For two weeks. No, well, yeah, sure. Go ahead and put it up for two weeks. But I mean, if they wanted to combat this quote unquote piracy thing, but the minute they release it legitimately, people are like, eh, you guys seem a little too eager for me to watch this. I'm not sure this is going to be a very good show. I'll pass. Mm -hmm. But if it's like somebody stole this from us, suddenly it's like, oh my God, how do I get my hands on this? There's naked pictures of people online. Where do I go? Right. I mean, it's kind of like that kind of thing. You know, Stephen, you have no, to no, use but it's a, it's the that real tinfoil because aluminum foil actually amplifies the mind control rays. It, it's, it's, but it's that way, right? It's like, who cares if so-and-so is naked or not, right? And then suddenly, so-and-so's pictures leak online, nudity, and suddenly people are like, where do I go to see these pictures? It's like, once you say something's illegal, mm-hmm. then suddenly yeah. people have this interest in doing it, trying it, seeing it, tasting it, whatever. And I think CBS did this in this case. I don't know what, if you guys disagree or if there's another theory on this. No, that's, yeah, that's uh, what I think also, as I was saying, is like, if it's, con- if it seems controlled by a company, people aren't as interested as seeing it. I mean, there's going to be a lot of interest around it and there'll be a lot more publicity, like, come watch this thing. Yeah, yeah. But this way gets this weird grassroots yeah, kind yeah. of marketing ploy to people to come watch it. Yeah, I, yeah. There you go. Also spiders. Uh, Secret Wars. Check this out. Marvel sent out this teaser. (laughs) Marvel sent out this teaser. I don't know if these teasers are good ideas or bad ideas. Um, but this one is a bad idea. I'm going to go out and say it. This is just rude. Secret Wars. Eight months later. Dot, dot, dot. All new, all different. Marvel. Fall 2015. So, uh, the whole idea is that following Secret Wars, when Marvel does its reboot, no reboot uh, thing in the mm-hmm. fall, everything's going to happen eight months after the fact. It's almost like jumping a year ahead. Yeah, they're doing, having a, a, whole they're doing a time months. jump. Time and, skip. Yeah, instead of having a whole year without the, the hero, you've got eight months without the hero. Because, you know, Marvel, Or instead of having five years without the Legion. I mean, t- take it back to the original point it was done. Come on, 1994. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah, man. You think these guys in the teasers are are worth it, or do they uh, crank up the fan outrage? And let me tell you, this went, teaser. Okay, go ahead. Is nothing but fan outrage. This makes me mad. Why? Because if the if it the ones that they sent out with uh, the new all the all new Avengers, where it's like here's oh, Iron Man A4 and everybody stuff? else is a silhouette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that I that I liked, and oh, the ones okay. where it's like I am an Avenger now, and they they had the little silhouette. And you the, could guess it was a Valkyrie, or what, what about the "This is all your fault, Tony Stark"? Eh, eh. At least you could have fun with those. I those but eight well, months those later, all new, all different. Marvel Fall 2015. So eight months later, your life will change. The Marvel Universe is pregnant. Uh, all new, all different. Not pregnant. Oh, well, no, that's true. Maybe they're going to uh, retcon everybody's marriage. And, they uh, are definitely doing parts <laughs> of that. Uh, Dan Slot said that uh, there are parts of Renew Your Vows that will continue on after the Secret Wars event. Maybe they're going to make the Fantastic Four uniforms no longer have trunks, which, given that the thing's entire uniform is trunks, is going to be really difficult and questionable. Here's a, I was at a comic book shop this weekend. Not going to say its name. But uh, it's in a different city than this, mm-hmm. in the southern part of the state. 
And uh, I don't know if it's the owner. I don't know who this guy was, but he had a real, I don't know. I don't want to. He had a real knack uh, with for talking with his accent and everything. And there was a new customer in the store. And he's like, do you like Spider-Man? Yeah, you know, Spider-Man, that guy that slings the webs and swings around. Well, what's Marvel going to do in eight months later? We don't know. Nobody knows. It's a crapshoot. I don't know if I'm interested in this or not. And this was the comic shop owner just going on and on and on about this teaser about eight months later and just seemed both irate and also talking down to this new customer. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. do you know that there's a black Spider-Man? His name is Miles Morales. Is he going to stick around? I don't know. Eight months later, man. And I'm just like, whoa, dude, calm <laughs> down. Take turn, turn it down a notch. But it got me thinking a lot of people are going to be, as Matthew kind of is, a little upset about this eight months later stunt where we jump forward in time and we have a lot of unanswered questions that could be answered in the future, very much like our one year later stunt that DC Comics did a couple of years ago. Um, Mm -hmm. But it also means that we're getting an all new different Marvel. Does that mean a universe reboot? Because Marvel doesn't do reboots. Sure they do. Well, they They do do them all the time. They do soft time slips. Yeah, they do it all the time. I think that part of that man's rage is coming from the fact that when Marvel does these things, previews orders will say classified. You will have yeah, yeah, no yeah. information yeah. on what's happening in well, the Well, they comic, do that. I mean, they're still but doing you that. You still now. have to order three months in yeah. advance. Yep. So I can I can see where that rage would come in. Yeah. You know, looking at the August solicits. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff there that I'm not sure I know anything about or want to know anything about. You know, it's 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 nerve-wracking. And if I were someone in charge of having to order this for my little comic shop in the middle of, uh, you know, wherever it was down south you were, it, it, it I can definitely, and I wouldn't want to berate a customer with it for certain, but... I think you can kind of at least understand the frustration. Oh, I can understand it. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure that these kinds of teasers are, I mean, I think it gets people talking, but I think it's not the excited talking like, ooh, what do you think is going to happen? You think Iron Man's still going to be a douche? You think Thor's still going to be able to pick up the hammer? You think that uh, the frog is going to be able to do it? Oh, what about the Ghost Rider? You think it's going to be Johnny Blaze or is it going to be Blaze and Johnny? Who's it going to be, man? What do you think? I don't think it's that kind of. I don't think it's that kind of excited talk, right? Mm-hmm. Or not? I mean, Zach, when you I see this, mean, do you sit there and start thinking, crackling with all the ideas that could be going through your head about all all new, all different uh, Marvel Universe? I mean, it makes me think, okay, uh, so eight months, they're going to jump, and then that means in a real eight months, everything will probably be back to status quo. Because like, none of this... I mean, I've only been reading comics for a short amount of time. I go, nothing's going to change. It's all going to go back to normal. Yeah. Whatever. Oh. You're going to kill someone. Someone will be back alive. I feel like it's just, we're just, well, that'll be interesting trying to hype the, it up for nothing. That'll be interesting if they change their, we're killing one major character every quarter campaign that they were doing for a long time. Are they mm-hmm. still doing that? I don't I know. Heard. I don't, I think once the Secret Wars thing wrapped up, I think that was pretty much it for it. But what was it? Captain America was the last one. Captain America, who was else? Uh, I guess they killed the Fantastic Four. They killed the Human Torch. They, they killed, killed the, yeah, they killed the, yeah, the, well, that was one of the first ones. They killed Spider-Man. Uh, but I think the most recent one was Captain America with, or de-aging him, or aging him. Um, right. Oh, uh, Professor Xavier. Yeah, they killed him in ago. 2013. Yeah. 
trying to think who was the most recent. Somebody Did Thor would... die when the no, new character changed? He just was not worthy. No, I think Namor got stabbed in the heart, but I don't know if it took. Because mm. mm. he's one of those where the heart's on the other side. You stabbed him no, in the wrong place. He's, he's not a Vulcan, despite no. the ears and the triangle haircut. <laughs> and the wings No, I, I think it was one of those things where it happened in an issue of Avengers and then the universe reset and there's like nine uh, Namors yeah, dancing yeah. around the Secret Wars. Mm. Nine so Namors dancing. Nine Namors dancing. Eight Panthers stabbing. Seven ladies farming. Yes. Uh, Five listeners- go. Listeners, we could uh, use your help if you're over at Majorspoilers.com. Click on that Amazon banner and buy some stuff through there. Every time you make a purchase through that link at Majorspoilers.com, a little bit comes back our way. Every little bit helps and allows us to keep doing shows like this month after month after month. And you're saying shows like this, you mean you guys have more than just the Major Spoilers podcast? Tell me more, Zach. What is this Zach on film all about? Well, Stephen, step right up and I will tell you. Zach on Film is a newly redone podcast. We jumped eight months into the future and everything is different. No longer am I watching classic films and having people tell me what's good about them. Now we're talking about current films yeah. and film culture and what things that pop up into my mind generally. This this summer, blockbuster, blockbuster extravaganza. Yep. So now uh, every week we head to the theater, watch something new. Trying to. Talking about it. Yep. We record late on a Thursday. Yep. <laughs> Ever go to the movie. So far, Let's we've see, done we did, Avengers, uh, uh, Mad Max, Poltergeist, and Poltergeist this and, last and week. This weekend coming up is, uh, is San Andreas. A lot of rocks. Yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of rock, baby. Yeah. So that's Zach on film. There you go. You can also check out uh, Finally Friday. It's our live streaming show that we do every Friday afternoon at three uh, thirty p.m. Central. That's four thirty p.m. Uh, uh, Eastern and one thirty p.m. Pacific. If you're on your ride home, you can uh, check us out on Alpha Geek Radio. Uh, where we stream live to your mobile device. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's on the Major Spoilers website. We always bring in some interesting guests. Uh, last week, we had Jason Inman come in. Uh, you know Jason Inman from that DC All Access show. You may also know him from the Red Shirt Diaries, also over there at uh, Screen Junkies. So uh, there you go. Oh. Yeah. And then if you are a fan of The Flash and The Flash uh, over there on the CW, Matthew and I just yeah. wrapped up our Flashback podcast for the season. Season right. one of Flashback. You can find that only as a VIP exclusive over at members.majorspoilers.com. What is that, you ask? What is that, you ask? I'm glad you asked me, Zach. The, mm-hmm. the member site is a place where you can continue to help us do our content. Yes. Uh, you know, the Amazon is great. People who are using the tweaked audio headphones, they're great as well. But if you want to see us continue to do uh, more things and continue to be able to do shows like Zach on Film and like Finally Friday and so many of the other shows that are out there... Uh, we could use your support. And by becoming a Major Spoilers VIP for a small monthly donation of 2 5 or $10 a month, we're able to do that. Where does that money go, you ask? Where does that money go, you ask, Stephen? I'm glad you asked, Zach. You are on the ball tonight. That yes. money goes right back into the pockets of the creators. Everybody who works at Major Spoilers does get a small little something. I would certainly like to pay them a lot more of a little something and maybe <laughs> even be able to hire them full-time as we produce more podcasts, more videos, more websites, all that kind of stuff. And you can help us out by heading over to members.majorspoilers.com. Woo! <laughs> yeah? <laughs> now what? Oh, I'm, I'm glad you asked, Zach. <laughs> it's time for reviews. You got no reviews tonight, Matthew? I got a review. Okay, what do you got? I got a comic book. You're supposed to go... From... Zach, what's he supposed to do? 
I'm glad you asked, Steven. You're supposed to go, I'm glad you asked, Oh, Steven. I'm glad you asked, Steven. <laughs> He's supposed to say, and what's that again? <laughs> Me? Yes. What'd you say? What? <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> Zach's First comedic of timing. All, We're going to have to do a, a whole review. new podcast. We're going to have to do a whole and new podcast all, on uh, Zach on comedic timing. Yeah, it's going to be titled, be Here podcast. I Go Again on My Own. <laughs> That's called a, that's called a throwback to or something you haven't that's heard. A callback to something that you guys know nothing about yet. That's a callback to things that you'll never hear. Uh, Arrow Girl number one came out, uh, I think, last week from Action Lab Entertainment. Now Matthew and I were talking. She has all the powers of an arrow. No, no, no. It's Arrow A E R O, like flying powers, which she most certainly oh, cool. does. Uh, J- Jacqueline McKenzie. She is a protector of Fox Bay, and since. The founding of Fox Bay, there has always been a city protector, and the city protector gets passed on this uh, battle spirit. It's called the battle spirit. And her father is the one who most recently has inherited the battle spirit, and he's out there fighting. And she's a 15-year-old who is um, following in her father's footsteps as a, a superhero. She's a sidekick right now. And she's trying to come into this, I mean, the whole family is trying to come into this notion that she's ready to do things on her own. But she's still their little girl, and they got to be super careful. Uh, So, uh, you know, in this episode, she punches out a couple of bad guys. She's doing some good things. And uh, her father gets injured incredibly bad by Dr. Chimera. (sighs) Mm, And the cliffhanger is very, very interesting because it implies that the battle spirit may no longer be with her father. Mm. It's a really cool story. I thought going into this was going to be like... I don't know what I thought of going into this. I thought it was going to be more steampunky or something like that, but it's a very modern superhero dynamic. As I was reading this, I was like, you know, I know that they're working on a sequel to sequel to The Incredibles featuring, you know, this team called The Incredibles, but Arrow Girl is such a, from this first issue, such a nice family dynamic superhero comic. I wouldn't mind seeing this animated. And the art style by, I don't know how to say this person's name, so I apologize, um, Asur Inez. I don't know how you say that. I'm sorry. But um, the art style is really cool. It's very flowy, very dynamic. Uh, it's really, I really like it a lot. And I had a lot of fun with this book. I, you know, I was kind of interested in this for the last couple of months as Action Lab has been sending us the sneak peeks for this. And then when it finally landed, I thought this is a very solid story. It's showing a girl who wants to go out on her own and follow in her father's footsteps. She wants to be a hero and she's doing it. And then you have this great cliffhanger at the end and it's fantastic art. If you haven't picked up Arrow Girl number one from Action Lab Entertainment, go pick it up. It's a fun book. It's $3.99 for a 32-page comic. I'm giving this four and a half slices out of five. Woo! Nice. Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, Matthew. Hello. Are you still on this convergence thing? I am. And this is the thing. Uh, there was a recent episode of The Big Bang Theory where Sheldon said that if he starts watching a show, he's in till the end, regardless of whether it stinks or not. Yeah. This week, I have Convergence Superboy. Well, that's okay, because I'll, I'll be wrapping up Convergence number eight tomorrow. And I think Good. I've also got Blue Beetle and Booster Gold on tap for this week. I think they're rebooting the universe, aren't they? Um, my understanding, oh, this, is, this is my understanding. At the end of this series... Earth 2 comes back, and those heroes get to go back to an idyllic world and try to protect an idyllic world that starts to have cracks. The other thing that I understand is that all of these heroes, all of these stories that you read, 
might kind of be sticking around, depending if the writers want to do it or not, which is going to be really conflicting if you have uh, Oracle married to Nightwing and also living out there in uh, Shaker Heights or wherever that she's living uh, as as a teenage hero. So it's, that's going to be a little weird. Uh, I'm hoping what they're I'm hoping what they do is they put a little Earth emblem with a number on it. And tell stories that way. Mm. But yeah, we are getting a whole new series of number ones. 24 new number ones come out in June. We'll see what happens as Convergence wraps up. And all of the, the um, side story ones, like Superboy and the Legion, uh, wrap up this month with their second issue. So how does that work out this this week, Matthew? So here's the deal with Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes number two. Is this, uh, Silver, is Age? The... Is this Silver Age stuff? No. Oh, okay. Well, yes and no. This is the Legion of the Tail End of the Bronze Age, the 1984 Legion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's pre-Crisis on Earth, yeah, right just, at yeah, the yeah, Crisis yeah. on Infinite Earths. And they are fighting with the world of Dervale, which is from the Atomic Knight series in Strange Adventures from the late 1950s. So what you actually have here are two strange uh, kind of happy future stories. Because if you ever read the Atomic Knights, yeah, there was a huge atomic war, but they're still, you know, cool super knights running around uh, on giant Dalmatians. Are, are Atomic Knights in the same world as Commandy? No. Or is that something different? Atomic Knights are in the same world as Hercules Unbound, which oh, is another okay. weird series. DC has a lot of futures. That's why there was a crisis under the Earth. Um, but this issue it does a couple of things better than superboy and the legion of superheroes number one the art in the first one was real sketchy to the point where both ultra boy and colossal boy are wearing their late 80s costumes or their early 80s costumes with the big belts yeah and it made them look like they had massive beer guts which you know was fine i'm actually kind of fine with that if it's consistent like they spent a a year without powers yeah Ultra Boy could have been on the Kono Juice, but no, it was just, you know, poorly drawn. Um, this issue picks up with Gardner Grail and his Atomic Knights riding into uh, Weisinger Plaza in, in 30th Century Metropolis and telling them that he's going to kill them all with a massive killer germ that helped to destroy his world. So right there, you've got a character from the 1950s coming in and threatening genocide. Then we have this weird kind of legion. There are only a few legionnaires present. Ultra Boy is here. Sun Boy is here. Colossal Boy is here. Weirdly, Lightning Glass, who at this point in her career was transitioning from a crush on Magnetic Kid into her relationship with Shrinking Violet, is striking up a romance with Superboy. Really? Which, you know, it's a thing. It's fine. Superboy is a boy. Um, we do get Jerkass Brainiac 5, which is sort of in keeping with the time frame. This is the problem that I have with this issue specifically, but with a lot of convergence in general. It's written as a nostalgia piece. Yeah. But it's not true to the era that it's nostalgic for. I There have only been like one or two that I felt were right on target. Uh, that yeah. type tapped into the zeitgeist, and that's because they were written by the original creators. The Marvel, wasn't right? It, wasn't it Wolfman? Didn't he do the Teen Titans one? Yeah, Wolfman's yeah. new Teen Titans was good. Mark Andreco did really well with Batman and the Outsiders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This Superboy and the Legion, not so much. And it does get kind of brutal, fighty, fighty. And it has a moment where Superboy steps up and shows that he's you know ready to be a Superman, which is great. You know, that's a that's a really good moment to have, and it does have some Legion Legion-iness in it. 
and a surprise uh, Legion Resurrection pop up, which is very nice. If you know anything about the Legion, you know who I'm talking about. Is it name the Legionnaire lad? who dies over and over is and it, over? Is it, is it Lightning Lad? It is not Lightning Lad. Is it Prody? Light. It is not Prody. <laughs> Lightning Lad died once. Yeah, but we keep talking you, about it again and again and again. You keep talking about it because <laughs> it was a good story. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> at the end of this book. The thing that I hoped would happen does happen. The 30th century starts sending shuttles full of medical supplies and help into the atomic ravaged city of Dervale, which is great. And then the comic ends, which is not great. Yeah, because this is because the second issue, right? There's no more this after is the this. the second issue. There is no more. This is just the, the wrap-up. And it doesn't really have anything much to do with the convergence again. And there's that damned earthquake. Have they told us what happened nope. with that damned earthquake yet? My guess is Six. it has something my guess is that it has something to do with the planet passing through or um um passing into the new fifty two universe. The conjunction. Okay. Yeah, that's the only thing that I can guess. Convergence number eight will likely tell us about this damned earthquake, and I want to make yeah. I want you to make sure that when you do review this, that you reference it as that damned earthquake. Well, I mean, the only all other thing all. the only other thing it could be is when uh, Demos uh, unleashed his power when they were fighting underneath the earth. But I don't know; it's it's so convoluted, yeah, and horrible. They, they'll reference it. They have to reference it. Having read Convergence number seven, I can say that a completely closed miniseries without buying in. To the whole schmageggy. Does work. It can work. Batman and the Outsiders, as I said, was very good. New Teen Titans was very good. There were even, you know, half of Harley Quinn, half of Flash, uh, parts of well, the, the series. The Catwoman, awesome. the Catwoman story worked really great as a No Man's Land story. And the second half of Convergence Wonder Woman was not a Wonder Woman story necessarily, but it was fascinating, Is this the Joker, and it was really a cool Joker? story. Yeah, it was a cool story being told, even though it didn't remind me anything of 80s Wonder Woman. This book isn't necessarily a really cool story. Uh, it throws back to the Atomic Knights, but it isn't true to the Atomic Knights as they were, and not likely that they would since that book came out in 1957. And even the people who remember it actually probably don't remember it. It's not really solid Legion. It's an okay book. The art is much better than last issue. Still, two slices of meatloaf for Superboy and the Legion, Convergent Superboy and the Legion number two. It just, it never quite gelled for me. And it's 28 pages long, and you'd think that in, you know, 28 pages you could give me something. Yeah. That's too bad. Although it does end, you know, didn't they say that they each issue was going to have a special preview of something in the new upcoming uh, DCU? I think that's this week. Okay. I think that's I this know. week is supposed to, because yours did not have the eight pages. Mine did, oh, but okay. it's the same eight pages in every book as yeah, far I as I can that, tell. I think that's what it is, yeah. Funny, I didn't Funny think. Years Batman. Oh, really? That's what it is? Because I thought it was something, oh, whatever. Well, who knows? Who cares? Eight <laughs> months later, all new, all different. Marvel DC, hooray! I'm still convinced Hashtag. that I'm still convinced that all three of these big crossover events are all happening now in the. They're same. all the same event. They're all the same yeah. event. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, it's really. I mean, it's weird, right? I mean, 
DC has their thing, Marvel has their thing, Dynamite has their thing. And while big convert, you know, crossover events are a big deal, it seems odd that all three companies are all doing it within the same month of one another. Well, I mean, the comics industry is notorious for that sort of incestuous stuff. I mean, even when it's seemingly coincidental, like Man Thing and Swamp Thing two months apart, or yeah. the Legion of, uh, or the X Men back to back with the Doom Patrol, both featuring the Brotherhood of Evil and or the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, hmm. there's a lot of weird kind of stuff that happens. So it may just be a, hey, you know, it would be great. You know what we haven't done in a while? Because they haven't done one of these in a few years. I got a conspiracy about it. Infinite uh, no, Crisis no, it's ex- 2006. So it's been a while since we've had Yeah, I have a, I have a feeling that, um, and I know Gail Simone is well liked by a lot of people, but I have a feeling that everybody caught wind of this big Gail Simone crossover event thing. And the companies were afraid that they were going to get shut out. And so it's like, why don't we create our big pump out event in order to shut down that dynamite thing? Well, Bendis and the guys claim that they've been wanting to do this at Marvel for like three years. Because, mm. you know, all of their big storylines, they're like three years. Remember how Age of Ultron was perfectly awesome circa 2011, but didn't hit the stones until 2014? Yeah. These, these are the things that happen. All right. Well, that's, that's my other conspiracy theory. So two this week, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my. Two for the price of nothing. And now Zach. <laughs> and now me. Uh, I, am reviewing, I am reviewing uh, Sons of the Devil number one from Image Comics this week. Ooh, Sons of the Devil. Uh, written by Brian uh, Boccolato. I don't think that's right. And then Tony Infante. I think, I think that one actually is right. Uh, I didn't know anything about this book, so I read their synopsis, their plug to try to get me to read it, and guess what it apparently did? Uh, mainly because it said, it's True Detective and Orphan Black meets Helter Skelter. Well, I've watched True Detective, like that a lot. Uh, I'll give this a try. Yeah? I did. It's not like True Detective. It's uh, not? No, I don't think so. doesn't have any weird, trippy, extra um, spatial, mental uh, wormholes that open I up? I think it's going... To get into some weird uh, cult-like things yeah, is what yeah. is is uh, saying in the synopsis. Yeah. Um, but the problem with this issue is that we don't get there, and that the main protagonist is a giant jerk that I don't <laughs> care for. <laughs> and if you don't um, eat your pudding, how can you have any meat? I don't know what that means. I will assume it's a reference to something old. Pink I'm Floyd. going to move on. <laughs> Pink Floyd. It okay, it's another one. Damn it, Zach. <laughs> um, <sighs> the that was my big problem. Is like there wasn't a hook. There is a hook at the end, but in the size of hooks that make me want to continue reading this book, yeah, it's not very big. And I'm not gonna give it away. Um, because it comes out this week. But Charlie Manson showing up. Charlie Manson does not show up, mm. and I don't know what he looks like. So I guess he could show up. Well, you would know him if you saw him. <laughs> oh, what? Because he has a swastika carved into. His oh body. yeah, yeah. That guy just married some one. No, know. he called it off. Oh, he did. No. Well, you know, not all relationships work. Yep. So, but my big so I think it's a hook that or just the premise of the book. I'm willing to give two issues. I don't think this issue was great. I thought some of the dialogue was really bad because what they were trying to do 
is shoehorn too much information mm. into people's talking oh. and it the felt wall of exposition. completely it wasn't even that it was here's here, I wrote I wrote down a, a sample of the dialogue okay uh, uh blah 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 haven't seen you since dad's funeral 2 years ago I was like, no one talks like that. Right, right. Who right. says, "Hey, we know, we both know when Dad's funeral was. We yeah. were both there. Why do I need to tell you it was two years ago?" Right, especially that whole blah 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 part at the beginning. Blah blah totally blah. Totally unnecessary. Yeah, it's not exactly. useful. And there's a couple other instances of like that where they have a normal sentence. Mm-hmm. Period. Let's put some needed in backstory information yeah, that we don't yeah, know yeah. how to quite get in there. That's useful for the character relationships, mm-hmm. but we'll just put it in five words after mm-hmm. the regular sentence. It just felt really weird because it is unnatural for people to talk like that so that was a big like wall of me not liking this issue very much i I thought the art was fine they're definitely um uh, uh uh tony infante whose work i am not familiar with at all um it kind of it's an art style i don't know how to describe it without making it sound weird it's it seems like it could be really rough, but there is details in there. There's a lot of like you know, like a lot of lines. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. I'm not very good at describing art. Um, so it seems like it could get muddy, mm-hmm. and if it's not a super tight shot, you kind of lose a lot of facial details. But in anything else, it it looks just fine. I thought the coloring was good, um, but my problem was for if you're going to use the the names. True Detective, uh, which is a oh, great show, yeah, yeah. and then Orphan Black, yep. which I have not watched, but people absolutely people rave are about, about, are crazy yep. about it, and has some weird supernatural trippy trippy stuff, right? Yep. And clones, uh, yeah. Then that book and th- those shows to sell your comic, and then you don't really deliver on that. It makes me kind of sad. Oh, I'm sorry, and Zach. Cue the Hulk music in the rain, bum, 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 bum. because that's what I felt like doing. You know, um, if there is a precedent for the describe your comic like that. I will at least give you two issues to see if you can actually sell me on that. Uh, so I'll definitely check out Sons of the Devil number two when I assume it'll come out Sons next of the devil! M- month. I know. I'm thinking the same as soon as I saw that on the list. I was like, Sons of the Devil! <laughs> but for this issue, I'm just going to give it two and a half slices of meatloaf. All right. Thank you, Zach. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Matthew, for your review. And thank you, listeners, for, again, uh, checking out all of our reviews each week on the Major Spoilers Podcast. And, of course, heading over to Majorspoilers.com, where we've got uh, all sorts of crazy reviews over there, including, it uh, looks like, more Convergence. Convergence Wonder Woman, number two. We've got Convergence Flash, number two. I got a uh, Donald Duck in there. Yeah, somehow Donald Duck Convergence got in there, and I don't know. Convergence Donald Duck, yeah, which is actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where Donald Duck and, and Huey, Louie, and Dewey actually yeah. find out that they have to fight Batman. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay. Let's get How to the major the spoilers Oscars? poll of the week. Week 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 week. It's been a while since we've done that. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's 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 good to bring back the classics, right? Right, I agree. We should totally do that more often. Uh, Gronk, uh, a monster's tale, is coming up in a little bit, and it is a web comic, and it got me thinking a lot about web comics today. That there are probably more web comics than actual comics than actual human beings on planet Earth. Probably, there probably could be. 
sometimes I get all wrapped up in web comics and I'll just like read them for days at a time, you know, especially ones that have been around for years that I've just heard about. It's like, oh, this one has like, you know, five. This one's been going on for five years and it's three times a week and there's 10,000 installments. To right. Read. And I'll just sit there and click through and click and click and click. Um, but then there are times where it's just like, I'll go for weeks without reading any web comics. Mm. And it depends. Some web comics are updated daily. Some are three days a week. Some are once a week. Some are once a month. Some but are whenever they get them done. Some are whenever they get them done. So my question this week for everyone is, do you read web comics? If the answer is yes, please share some of the ones that you read. And if the reason is no, or if your answer is no, use the comment section and tell us why you don't read web comics. Matthew? I do. Uh, I don't read anything regularly, mm. but every once in a while I'll go on a binge and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to read. Uh, I actually have a lot. Well, not a lot. I have like six or eight Twitter friends uh, who are either webcomic artists or are yeah, people yeah. that I follow because of their webcomic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like every once in a while I'll get it. Oh, Twitter says there's a new Wonderella. Then I go read Wonderella and I'm like, ha ha, they make fun of superheroes. Mm hmm. And it's, you know, it's really cool. And of course, I'm still on, I'm behind on Order of the Stick because oh, yeah, of the yeah. the thing that keeps happening with Order of the Stick, where it's like, hey, I'm going to read it, and I'm going to read it, and there's like eight weeks, and I read it all, and I'm like, oh, man, there isn't any more, and now I'm sad, and yeah. then I forget about it. Yeah. For eight weeks. Yep. I've, got, I've still oh, got- Oh, and XKCD. Uh, yeah, XKCD is a, is a daily. Um, Table Titans and PvP, I still really enjoy a lot. Um, the, um, uh, crap it. What's, I have a terrible of names of, of titles of stuff. Um, I'll think about it here in a minute. In fact, I'll just call it a Wopsy square. I still read. Uh, so yeah, those are probably the ones that I read on a daily basis. Then there's others that just float in, in and out of my life. What about you, Zach? Um, you know, I have to, in, What's a in all in honesty, I have to vote no for this, but that's just because. Uh, I don't read them unless we read them for the show. Mm. But then when we read one for the show, I go back and read oh, yeah, yeah, way yeah. more than we're covering in the show. Mm-hmm. Or I will... See, the problem with me with webcomics, it's kind of like podcasts. Podcasts go directly to my phone and I listen to them. Yes. If I could somehow set up a thing, which I probably could because it's the internet and RSS feeds exist, I could probably set up a thing where webcomics will go right to my screen and yes. I could just read them, which would be great because you know? I'm not doing that uh way back in the day before you know rss became a, a thing probably back when you were no maybe before you Two? were a student oh. before you were one of my students oh, okay, so seven. i actually was sitting there trying to program a thing that i could just paste in the um basically the url of the web of the web comic mm-hmm. and it would generate a new thing every day that listed that put all the web comics there oh yeah and then of course uh rss readers like feedly came around and you didn't have to do that the thing is, and I really haven't nailed Scott Kurtz down on this. I think I know the reason why. But PvP and Table Titans, they used to have in the RSS feed in bed, you could have your webcomic right there. Wopsy Square does it still. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he turned it off to where the comic isn't embedded in the RSS feed. And so that makes it much harder oh. for me, who's using Feedly, to read the webcomic. Uh, mm-hmm. Because then I have to click on the link and go to the web page and read it. I think the reason why he's doing it is for ads. Well, sure. Because if you have to click on the link, you go to the website, there's the ad that's served up, plus you get that page impression from it and those kinds of Absolutely. things. Absolutely. So I think that's the main reason why he's done it. But I really like the 
web comics like XKCD that embed it there in the RSS feed. Mm-hmm. It, like you said, it makes it much easier to to read. Yeah, because I do believe. I mean, I've read XKCD. I've read mm-hmm. Table Titans. I read a lot of the first stuff. I kept up with it a lot. Um, there's a couple other things that I'll stumble upon and binge read them for a time because they are nice little chunks that you can just click, 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 click through and you right. can read them for two hours and most of those yep. you're not going to get all the way through them. Uh, so they're really nice. Uh, for me, though, I just have to like remind myself or set up something so I can see them because I do enjoy them once I get them, but I'm not really reading them at the moment. Cool. Matthew, <laughs> how is uh, everyone uh, else voting right now? Well, everyone else in the world. Yes. Uh, there's 3 billion people who haven't read it, 2 billion people who are going to read it, 1 billion people who read it and are going to comment later. Right now, 59 votes in the can, 75% saying yes, they read their webby comics, 25% saying no, they don't read the webby comics. Mm. Well, if you go down to the comic section, I would encourage you uh, listeners who are interested in web comics to go in there because people, one of the things was, you know, share some of your favorite web comics and Rusty right. Cat from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada has done a yeoman's job and listed a crap ton of web comics for you guys to, uh, to go check out. So Whoa, look at that. Yeah, Russ. it's, it's a lot. Good job there, man. Uh, so, uh, he's our hero of the podcast. There you go. And listeners, we do want you to head over to Majorspoilers.com, cast your vote for the Major Spoiler, Spoilers poll of the week. And if you're, list, if you're reading webcomics, go ahead and list them. I don't care. Throw in the link, too. I don't care. If you're not reading webcomics, well, now you have something that you might want to check out. Uh, Battle Pug, if you enjoy the comic, hey, it's a webcomic. A lot of webcomics are getting uh, printed these days, but there's so much out there for you to enjoy. Uh, we almost went to the Denver Comic Con this past weekend. Oh, man. We, we did almost. not. Yeah, I mean, literally, it was... That more the night before it was, hey, do you want to go to the Denver Comic Con this weekend? Uh, this was Thursday night, and everybody's like, yeah, let's go. And then it was that night. I was like, Ugh, there's going to be a lot of people there, and I really don't want to be running around with a three year old who's bent on buy me everything syndrome with ten thousand people running around. And so we changed our minds. It's just like this is a bad idea for all of us to go together. <laughs> And sure enough, 10,000 people, over 10,000 people showed up at the Denver Comic-Con this weekend. So congratulations, Denver Comic-Con. You continue to grow year after year. And listeners, if you are going to a comic book convention, reach out to us. Uh, I would love to feature your photos that you take at the uh, convention right here on the Major Spoilers website. So just reach out to me, podcast at Majorspoilers.com, and we will work something out. Yay. Yay. Uh, Speaking of working something out. Got to work that. Here I go again on my own. Got to work that earwax out of your ear, Zach. Yeah. So that you can pop in a pair of tweaked audio headphones because mm-hmm. they're <laughs> great. And when you have those clean ear canals, the music sounds so much better. It doesn't sound like. No, that's a horrible. That is a horrible sound. Place to be in. You thankfully, know you're in some real trouble. Yes. Then. Thankfully, though, tweaked audio headphones have great music <clears throat> production quality. So if you are listening to Here I Go Again on my own, yeah. it sounds great. Uh, it's got, uh, if you're listening to podcasts, it sounds even better. You gotta have that. Yes, you do. Uh, they come in a variety of different styles, a variety of different colors. And best of all, when you use the checkout code major over at tweakedaudio.com, M-A-J-O-R, you're going to get 33% off the price. They work with cell phones, MP3 players. They work with your, uh, your little portable television set that you take with you on vacation. Yes. Boom boxes. Boom boxes. Boom boxes. I forgot zunes. that they work for boom boxes and zunes. Yes. When I was uh, growing up, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he threw my mom under the bus, but 
Oh, I thought it was going to be, I got so ripped one summer because I carried everyone's boomboxes around the Times Square. Everyone was giving me all of their digital cassettes. Oh, wait, just kidding. They were just normal cassettes. <laughs> no, we had a um, we had a little portable TV that uh, you put your D batteries in or whatever and you could watch TV. Black yeah. and white, little black and white TV. Yeah. And we'd go on vacation. Mom would slip that in the front seat of the truck. Oh. So that when it came time for her shows, her stories- she could, wherever we were, even in the middle of Cheyenne, uh, Wyoming, <laughs> she could flip the antenna out the window and pick up ABC and there watch her general hospitals. Yet, the kids who were stuck in the back of the truck in the camper had to put, put our little faces up against the window and try to watch. And then she'd shake her finger at us. You guys need to be doing something else. Oh, my. Uh, I make yes, fun of summertime. Aubrey and her family because they somehow rigged up. They pulled the TV from their house and yeah. put it in their van. And then a VCR DVD player combo. And then combo, a really long extension cable. A long extension cable, and they ran it all the way back to their house on their <laughs> family trips. No, I don't know what they did, but I just made fun of them. Oh, like, yeah, you hook it up to a battery just... and an inverter, and there it's you like, go. Guys, you're not that old. You could have just got like a portable DVD player. Could have. But they didn't. Yeah, some people do that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Matthew? What do you do for your entertainment on the road? Uh, I have a drive? radio. Yeah. Oh, those things. And yeah. I, Is it uh, one of those... Is it one of those uh, with the Bluetooth so that everybody in the car can listen to their own thing? No, I have a 1997 minivan. It's oh, one of those so with the you, AM so, and so, the I FM. I was going to say, do you even have the FM in your... <laughs> I do have the FM. And you have to understand, I live in a vaguely metropolitan area you probably near a large city. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where I actually have a choice of a couple dozen and, radio and stations. And the radio stations are not owned all by the same company. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, oh, they're owned by three separate companies. Yeah, but, but still. Variety. Yeah, variety. Yeah, exactly. Comcast calls that competition. Uh, we've got the XM in, in my car. And so in the morning when we take the kids to school, mm-hmm. it's let's listen to uh, Hits 1 so they can be up to date on all of their music. Absolutely. Gotta so we listen to our, to our tailors <laughs> and our... Uh, uh, whatever Your the Beavers. boys, the yeah, the Beavers and the whatever the boy team is, the uh, Iggy Zelias, yes, and all those two. And then when I'm <laughs> on the way back to the Major Spoilers HQ to do work for the day, I flip over to Howard Stern <laughs> and listen to Howard Stern for you know ten minutes or so. Then when it's time to go pick up the kids in the afternoon, I flip it over to either jazz or classical, depending mm-hmm. on what my mood is. <laughs> and then we either keep it there or we flip it over to the '70s station and listen to '70s music. Oh wow! So I'm trying to get these kids like, education like without. Exposing them to too much of the uh, raunchy talk on Howard Stern. It's probably smart. Probably. Probably a little age Howard restriction Stern. on the Howard Stern. Yeah, today's wasn't too bad, uh, but uh, there have been some times <laughs> where it's like, Ee! I'm even embarrassed to have it up that loud with the windows rolled down and pulled up to the stop sign. Yeah, if people yelling at you from other cars, like, do you, this is a good Christian community. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they're yelling at me? No, they're going, free beer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, listeners, tweakedaudio.com. We thank them for their support <laughs> of the Major Spoilers that, podcast. They got a big one. <laughs> I'm 33%. I need to check. I, I was going to go over there today before we did the show, but I ran out of time because- well, let's do it on the show. Tweakedaudio.com. Because there's something that I think they should add into their product lineup, which I don't think that they have. Doesn't look like they have it. But I'm going to write to them and say, have it? you guys ever considered doing this- because I a sure ham? would like it. Yes, a ham. Have you ever considered throwing in a ham free radio? Ham? No, a ham. Like a big... Uh, ha- an actual glazed freaking ham. Oh, you can't put that in your... I should probably have dinner audio. before we record, right? Yeah, it doesn't look like they have this one product that I was hoping that they have. I'm going to write to them and say, hey, guys, have you ever thought about this? <laughs> Are you asking them, hey, Tweaked Audio, <laughs> why don't you guys sell an Apple Watch? 
Is that what you're wondering? <laughs> That's exactly. Hey, when are you guys going to start on Apple Watches? All your products are so awesome, but they'd be even more awesome attached to an Apple Watch. Just put a little headphone hey, jack in audio. there. Why don't you make Swanson's TV dinners with the chicken? <laughs> no, what are you no, doing? No. Hey, let's talk about Gronk. Gronk. Gronk is a webcomic written and uh, illustrated by Katie Cook. And it's one of those that get collected every once in a while. This one is coming Gronk. from, is this Action Lab? Yeah. This is Action Lab, Lab yeah. Entertainment, yeah. That uh, is putting out Gronk. They, uh, they did Arrow Girl earlier, and they've got Gronk now. A couple of weeks, we'll uh. be doing uh, Pirate Pirate Eye, also from Action Lab Entertainment. He's Yarr. a pirate. He's a pirate who's also a detective. A pirate oh, eye. I thought it said pirate eye. He's a pirate eye. It's a pirate eye. I'm a pirate with a glass it's eye because, and a wooden leg yeah. and a crystal ball. Pirates only Arr. have one eye. It's either a glass or a patch or the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Zach, tell us what Gronk is about. Gronk is a webcomic about <laughs> a little monster who was found in the woods yes. by a woman named Dale. Yes. And Gronk lives with her mm-hmm. in her Canadian home. Yep. And they do all sorts of nerdy adventures. Yeah. Pretty much that's what it is. Yeah. It's really Awesome. And her big slobbery dog. Oh, yes. Her dog and her cat. All girl cast. Yes. And I want to talk about that for a second because I read this volume. Yes. And uh, okay, I want to read more because I want to be informed. Did you know that Gronk was a girl going into this? No. And that's what I was. There's two things Uh that I had uh, an internal bias about this comic that I didn't realize until Uh I read more. Yeah. One, I assumed Gronk was a boy. Yeah. uh, Because that's my brain worked. Yeah. And then I assumed. This comic was in America. Nope, Canada. Yep. So I was like, well, good job I for will, blasting away my brain biases. I will also admit to having the, the male bias, uh, thinking that Gronk was a boy monster, and then it was a girl, and it's all like, all of a sudden my internal voice suddenly switched from boy voice to girl voice, and it's like, whoa, that's a little bit of a shakeup. Oh, that's I mean, interesting. But in like the third comic, Gronk imagines herself as the girl in Titanic yes. uh-huh. and the girl in Dirty Dancing, uh-huh. and then as Lloyd Dobler. And you're assuming, but, like, I haven't myself pictured myself in both of those scenarios before <laughs> on at least an annual basis. No, but I mean, uh, yeah, but even if it's just the first two pages, you go in going, oh, yeah. you know, boy voice, boy voice, even if it's kind of Elmo-ish voice, and then suddenly it switches over to girl voice. And I thought that was kind of really cool because, yeah, yeah it did shake up perceptions. And it was interesting because yeah. I liked it because I think for me, I had a voice for Gronk that... Didn't really, I guess, have a gender bias towards it. And so at once I read this volume and go like, oh, Gronk is a girl. Yeah. Uh, I thought, well, it doesn't seem that there is any defining factors. At least I was reading the way I was reading it that would point in either direction. And I kind of appreciated that. that there wasn't, Well, except like, that they call her her and then. I mean, do but they really though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. do, they? They do well, then I just they, totally blew over occasionally, it. Occasionally. But it's, it's kind of hard because it's the same way with uh, the dog. Uh, whatever the dog's name is, Harley. Harley, yeah. Uh, Harley gets a her early on. Yeah, yeah, and it's real, and it's real subtle. So if you don't know anything mm. about Gronk, um, it's it's there and it's real subtle. And I don't think it's a honestly, I don't think it's a big deal. And we're probably making more of a big deal out of it than it needs to be. But I just well, thought it was, I thought it was great, and I thought screwing with not intentional screwing with our minds because i'm sure in volume one this was kind of touched on uh, it was um oh did you go back and read the whole volume one yeah i did oh okay well there you go yeah uh, <laughs> and so that i mean i don't know it it's nice i, I like mean, that it's, it's an all-girl cast i wanted to bring it up just because like oh yeah we have these biases in our brain that mm-hmm. have been fixed in there for years of media and consumption and just being who we are yep and uh 
it is nice when those get challenged and you realize, oh, I really do have one of those biases yeah, yeah, in my yeah. brain. And now we can adjust that, right? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. What about what are your thoughts on this, Matthew? Um, I kind of wish go in? that this was longer. Did you go in with uh, the male bias? No, because I, I presumed, based on the fact that she was imagining herself as Rose and the other person, that this was a female monster, which I'm kind of fine with. But then there's also... I don't, I don't know. Maybe my brain is weird. But I wish this were longer. This is, I think, yeah, yeah. 60 64, pages, 64, 64 pages. pages. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, it's not a gag a day strip because it's a, it's a, like a four panel strip, mm-hmm. but it feels like I want more of this. And the bits that we got when the continuity came into play, it's never more than a strip or two at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would only, like to I have think it in like this, a, I think in this one, the only one that they, there's only one little bit that was like a three strip yeah. s- story. The origins of how yeah. Gronk found Kitty in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After mm-hmm. she lost Kitty in the woods 20 years ago. And, you know, that's fine. Not everything needs to be an ongoing kind of Lord of the Rings endless mess thing. But sure. I kind of felt like this collection had a lot of charm going for it. Oh, yeah, but yeah. it didn't feel like it was enough. I, wa- I kind of mm-hmm. wanted more. From reading, from going back to Kitty Cook's site and reading more of uh the grunk i think this must be her like a year of comics because this is actually the stuff weekly strips weekly strips every friday um the stuff we're reading came out in 2011 yeah yeah so it was a while ago um and so if you think it's a year and the weekly scripts you know it's 50 whatever uh, strips. Well, but there's a bunch of fan art and there is uh, right, right, other right. art that's in there. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I'm assuming it's probably about a year's worth of stuff. And for me, uh, I think it would be great if this was longer. But if it's just that and it's only ten dollars, mm-hmm. which I feel is a pretty good price, oh, yeah, especially price. because uh, on on the weekly strips they're all black and white, mm-hmm. and here they have some really some really color. nice coloring yeah. thrown in. Uh, but I agree. Like this would be really cool if I could have like 200 pages of it. And I, but I don't. Yeah. I think that would be like all of Gronk to this point. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got through all of it. <laughs> I've read the, these first kind of two volumes now. But it would be really awesome to have something like that, like a big hardback. Oh yeah, it would be something. Do something like Calvin yeah. and Hobbes, you know, where it's this giant, like one of those giant yeah. Gary yeah. Larson far side cartoon yeah, yeah. collections. I I agree. I was kind of wanting more out of out of this when I got to the end. I was like, ah. I want to read more. Luckily, we can go over to GronkComic.com and read more. But I I really like the relationship between Dale and Gronk. I like Gronk's imagination, even though, again, our bias is that she's a little monster. She's really 129 years old, Uh, which I think is also Yeah, but for a monster, that's still young. Yeah, look, I've already got a big tooth coming in. (laughs) Uh, My favorite strip, though, in the whole thing that actually got me to burst out laughing was the googly eyes where she's gluing eyes on everything in the house. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, I'm making new friends. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's great. I really like that. Um, I like the one where she's waving her Wii Wote around for three panels, and okay. then she's like, are you playing yeah. the, the Wii Fit? <laughs> no, I'm trying to get the bar to recognize me. Yeah, yeah. That was a good that's one, too. the story yeah. of my life right there, man. Yeah. Um, did you have a favorite strip there, Zach? Um, now my problem is I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to mix oh, up a mix bunch. Them up. I yeah. think, was this the one where she referenced Family Circus? Yes. In the paint. I yes. thought yes. that was pretty cute. Because if yeah, you go through, I mean, even just this volume, there's so many like nerdy references. Oh, yeah. This is definitely all nerd. I mean, yeah, there's so much nerd strong. Really uh, nice, funny 
things like that thrown in. No setting the coffee table on fire to make s'mores. That. Yeah, that was really good. Um, and so, yeah, for a book for kids, I feel like this would just kill. Like, I was like, oh, this yeah, would be definitely. so awesome, especially if you have a kid like your kid, Stephen, who are exposed to so much of the stuff, mm-hmm. they would understand a lot of the references that are probably made, especially when you get into Star Wars and stuff like that. Well, Thomas loves My Little Pony. And Katie oh, Cook yeah. does the My Little Pony comic book for IDW. Oh, she does. Yeah, yeah. he knows. Oh, yeah, he knows more. I mean, like he can name all the all the My Little Pony characters. Oh, he yeah. knows yep. them. And it's uh, for the free comic book day. He was like, "That's the one that he wanted was the My Little Pony one." So, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, he, yep. li- he likes. There's them, chocolate so. pudding and a tin foil hat. And, oh, he knows. Wait, uh, does she? Uh, does she write ambrosia it? Ambrosia salad. It? Uh, she does. She writes it. Okay. Uh, she writes the My Little Pony okay. stuff. So if I, I don't said, know, if hey, she writes all of it. I know she wrote the first few issues, and I think it's I something where the writers maybe keep she changing. still is. I don't know, but yeah. uh, but I just know her mostly from the that. My Little Pony okay. stuff. Yeah. Um, but Gronk is great. I like it a lot. Gronk. I thought it was wonderful, and uh, I think more people should uh, should j- go check it out. And, Gronk. Um, yeah, it's just it's a wonderful, fun little comic. About friends in it's Canada. Fun to, yeah, fun to it's say Gronk. just a good, nice read. I think if you uh, have soiled your palate on the blood and destruction of superhero comics, yeah, 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 come yeah. take Gronk in for a little bit. Yep. Because, I mean, I went back and through, read all the way up through this, and I have no reason to stop reading because it just makes me smile. <laughs> it's right in his reading level. Yes. So great. Gronk. What about you, Matthew? What are, besides the you wish it were longer? I'm pretty good with it, actually. I like it when an all-ages comic is actually an all-ages comic. I mean, this is something that I would not have any problem with letting Widget read, although she's at the age where her cynical gene might kick in and she might isn't, think that it's for kids. Isn't she already reading, like, Twilight and what's the other one? Uh, today she was reading Tom Sawyer. Oh, good for her. Well, that is not so we were, Twilight We were having the discussion that's, about how, again, one of them as books. with Grand Theft Auto, there are <laughs> words you may encounter that you cannot say. Uh, we played Grand Theft Auto for a little while today, which is fun. But we always do it respectfully. Yeah, yeah. You drive yeah. in one lane and don't shoot out <laughs> the other lane. No, you drive on the sidewalk, and when you know the people get hit, you go, excuse me. Oh, that's, and that's then when you borrow a vehicle, you say, pardon me, sir, may I borrow your fine automobile? While yes. you're punching them in the face. Well, While you're punching them in the face. And popping yes, a cap in their ass. Yep, I understand. <laughs> but I do, I, I do think that this is, a, this is a good kind of an all-ages story, and I think it's something that an adult would definitely enjoy. If you have an allergy to things that are cute, 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 I didn't, is the only reason I would think. And even then, I would say, I read say, it, check it out. You know? I don't think this is even... I don't even think this was overly cute. I didn't think that at all. It has some I guess cute, I guess cute, what your cute. your basis of cuteness is. I thought this was <laughs> Care Bears and Strawberry Shortcake. Uh, I don't know. I have no oh, it's I have not no Care reference Bears, to that. It seems yeah. it's more No, I'm saying that's what I consider the cute cute cute. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think it's that. I no. thought uh I think people would go with the art style like that, but uh-huh. it, I don't think it is cutesy cutesy for the yeah, sake yeah. of being cutesy i just think it's a really nice clean the design and work throughout the whole thing i want to see this animated that's, oh my gosh what i was thinking that's some nice time. jokes in it i i just want to see this animated just the the dale character you can tell that she is 
I mean, just in the static images of her that you see, there's so yeah. much energy in that drive that you can just feel not only her, but really all the characters kind of come to life on the page. Like they're just ready to bust mm-hmm. out and start moving around and talking and uh, having these conversations. And, you know, there's nothing heavy in these stories. They're all, you know, little one-off jokes a lot of times. Sometimes yeah. there's some serious moments, some touching stuffs, like when uh, Gronk gives Dale the cup that says, I love you on oh, it. Yes. Uh, it was really nice. Um, but it's, it's just so much fun. I, I would really suggest people yeah. go out and get this book. Uh, get all four volumes, I think, is what they're up to now. I think the fourth volume is comes it? out this week, next week, something like that. Uh, let me look. Gronk, Some week. Volume four. Four volumes of Gronk. Um, well, there's the first one. Let's see. Volumes of Gronk. Volumes of Gronk. Well, there's the volume two. Yeah, volume four comes comes out uh, June 8th. All right. Or June 9th. So you have a chance to go out and get that in paperback. So four volumes of that. I, I say it's totally worth it. Yeah. I don't know how we ended up with volume two with uh, volume strange. four just around the corner. But uh, we're magic. Figured, hey, if they're going to send it to us and they just did send it to us just like a yeah. couple of weeks ago that I was like, oh, well, this must be the new thing. No, no reason to go back and jump into volume one, because I'm sure we can infer a lot of stuff mm-hmm. from that. <laughs> and that's what happened here. We wrong <laughs> inferences that were wrong, but I think they were nice and I enjoyed it. And um, and now we uh, can move forward and learn some things when we're done. So, Zach. Final thoughts on this one? I think this is... Well, I mean, the great thing about the webcomic is you yeah. can go check it out really quick. Yeah. And if you like what's happening... And you want to see it in color. Yeah. Then you're going to get an enhanced experience in the color, and it's $10. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's horrible. You're going to spend $400 if you buy all of the crappy Convergence titles, apparently. So why not give a... Give Gronk th- this, a chance. Yeah, give, give Gronk a chance. All we are asking give is give Gronk a yeah. chance. Uh, yes, I, I think it's wonderful. I think it's great. Go check out the webcomic and, buy, you know, 10 bucks for 64 pages of color stuff is a steal. Yeah, that's nice. And, that's nice. and I say just grab it. And, and if, oddly, if you want to buy it through Comixology, go ahead. Um, but uh, I think a print version would be great. Something yeah, really that you, can, you and your kids can sit around together. And I, somebody the other day sent us a message on Twitter saying, oh, thank you so much for reviewing Donald Duck number one. Uh, my, yep. I have given it to my four year old and she's loving it or he's loving it. I forget which one it was, but, uh, the same thing with Grant, G- give this to your kids and they will just have all sorts of cool adventures and probably set your coffee table on fire. Totally. Matthew. Yeah, I agree. Get it, buy it, read it, enjoy it, live it, learn it, know it. Technology. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. All right, everyone, that no, wraps it up for this issue. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for being part of the Major Spoilers experience. We're going to be back next week with your questions and our answers. So if you have questions on anything pop culture-related, send them our way to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. And remember, we know Not that God. you love comics, and we do too. And we will talk with you real soon. Fat the X-ray vision of a Superman I could save uh, a few bucks and stand around And read through the covers of the comics on the stand But although every other page Would be backwards I suppose I could still read the evens and the odds Well I don't know Guess I haven't thought this all the way through Plus as soon as the comic book store guy knew They kicked my butt out on the corner What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Way. If I was hulking green or gray, I could just bust through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then the little me would deal with all the tanks and bombs and guns. Have you ever tried to read a series with all that going on? Guess I need to rethink this plan. How 
would I back and board my comics with such a chance? Guess I already told ya What a major spoiler What a major spoiler, yeah, yeah, yeah What a major spoiler What a major spoiler It's like a man of iron Might not be surprised to find That I might actually have the heart cold To follow an entire storyline But would I really even need To read upon all those escapades I mean, who needs such distractions When your sister's such a babe But the downside is such a beast Being shot up in a fine be In the Middle East With a King Santo and soldier What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah This podcast is copyright 2015 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.